Welcome to Liberated the Podcast, embodied education for the ones who came to change it all. I'm your host, Leslie Medley, embodiment coach, breathwork facilitator, worldwide speaker and teacher, the creator of She Wanders, all around human AF, and new mama. This podcast exists for you to have tangible tools, implementable wisdom, and integration techniques to get you into action around your healing and awakening journey. It's one thing to know what to do, and it's a whole nother to do it, live it, be it, become it. This podcast is for the free spirits, the ones who are crazy enough to do it differently than it's ever been done before who know that they are here to break generational curses and live a liberated life. This one's for you. This one's for me. This one's for us. It's time to liberate. Hello, 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 community. Welcome back into the room for another episode of Mindful Mondays, where every single Monday in January 2024, I am sharing ways that you can bring more mindfulness into your life this year. I so often get that question when it comes to living a really full life. I don't have time to meditate as much as I'd want to, or on the days that are really, really full, how can I still bring mindfulness into my life? How can I still live intentionally? And that's the entire purpose of me sharing all the ways that you can bring more mindfulness into your life. So if you go back to the previous episodes, we've talked about awareness, we've talked about mindful language, and now we're going to be talking about mindful tools. I'm going to be sharing just a couple of tools that I personally have used on my journey that have been so supportive to bring more mindfulness into my life. Now, if you can see me, I know those of you on the podcast can't see me, but I'm wearing, I'm cozying up. It's raining here in Southern California. I'm cozying up in one of my favorite sweatshirts. Shout out to my dear soul sister, Paola Ucello, with her walking codes, just beautiful art that she has placed on these sweatshirts that are so cozy. It is the first day of my cycle, so I'm just like inward and cozy and just feel like, mm, let's meditate and be horizontal. <laughs> However, I am here and I am so committed to sharing consistently and serving in this way. So I cannot wait to share more around the different mindful tools that I have used in my life. So we're going to go ahead and dive in. And what I want to say to start is when it comes to mindfulness tools or spiritual tools, I mean, I the list is endless. I could go on and on. There's malas, meditation cushions. I mean, there's so many tools that we can use when it comes to mindfulness. And actually, I'm someone personally on my personal growth and spiritual awakening journey. I'm someone that really likes to keep it minimal. Yes, I love my altar and yes, I love creating beauty around my space. But when it comes to red lights and cold plunges and all these electronics and different things, I think there's a time and a place for them and I think they can be supportive in, for some people in certain scenarios, and I definitely have dabbled with red, red lights and 
However, I believe all of this is available through us, to us through nature. So receiving from the sun, cold plunging in natural bodies of water, whether that be oceans or rivers, when again, when it's available to you, it's not always available to everyone. So I do think these types of tools can be supportive when you're not in an area where you can cold plunge in natural bodies of water, or maybe you live in an area where there's limited sun. But I always encourage my clients, my my students and myself to really prioritize nature being medicine in all the ways that it is and to really keep our path as simple as possible because we live in a society that is all about more and having things and technology and it's a lot of noise and it can become distracting from the actual purpose of why we're using it to begin with. So when it comes to any mindfulness tool, when it comes to anything that you choose to participate or utilize in your life, my invitation to you is that you always check in. Is this bringing me closer to God? Is this bringing me closer to the divinity within myself? Is this bringing me closer to me? Or is it distracting me? Is it pulling me away? And that gets to be answered first. But I encourage you to dive in. If you're drawn to red light therapy, go check out red light therapy. If you're drawn to, I love, I used to float on a regular basis and I don't have one convenient enough for me to do it as much as I used to, but I used to float regularly. So there's so many different things when it comes to mindfulness and wellness that we can participate in that can be so supportive. But I want to talk about tools today specifically that you can have access to in your very own home without spending hardly any to zero dollars to hardly any dollars to very little dollars. Like this is all going to be very affordable. This is all going to be very reachable. And some of those other tools that I was just most previously mentioning, like there's different lights and different mats and there's all different kinds of things now. They're incredible and they also come at a really high price tag, which I'm I'm all about abundantly blessing my life with beautiful things, especially when they support me intentionally and mindfully. But I want this to be available for everyone. I don't want anyone to feel that they can't begin to deepen their mindfulness journey just because they don't have access to certain mats or certain lights because that ultimately is not the intention of spirituality. So first what I wanted to talk about was affirmations and I feel even for each one of the tools that I'm going to be sharing today maybe not the second one but this one and the third one I'm going to be sharing I'm going to be sharing three specific tools I feel that they could be their own episode and they probably will be So I'm not going to go into tons of background or tons of detail, but more more so want to simply share the tools and how you can best utilize them on your path going forward. So affirmations. I have my own unique viewpoint when it comes to affirmations. I... Just repeating feel-good affirmations is not necessarily going to change your life. However... And I have a whole process as to how you can heighten and really 
expand your experience of using using affirmations on a body-based level. Like I said, that will probably be a whole nother episode. But today, for the purpose of using it as a tool, it does matter, first of all, how we're starting our day, most importantly, but also the stimulus that we are bringing in, the stimulus that we are exposing ourselves to. In our society, we live in a very stimulating society. I mean, I go to some people's houses and they have the TV on 24-7. And it's like almost shocking to my system at this point because I only have the TV on when I'm sitting down to intentionally watch it, which is really, really rare. Maybe if I want to watch a movie or have movie night with my family, but otherwise the TV is off because the noise, and especially if like the news was on, we have a family member that we visit fairly from time to time and they always have the news on. And I've observed myself, even though I'm not really paying attention to it, even though I'm not really listening to it, but it's in the background, I literally can feel my body contracting. I can feel the cortisol, the stress hormone skyrocketing skyrocketing through my system. And that's just with it in the background. That's not me actually watching it. Stimulus can be social media, what we what accounts we are exposing ourselves to, what rabbit holes we're going down when it comes to social media. This can be different conversations with partners or with friends or at work that we're exposing ourselves to. And, a, and as we don't have control of everything that we are exposed to, we do have control and we can limit some of the stimulus Ultimately, we don't have control over everything, unfortunately, which is why it's even more important that we focus on what we can control, which is ultimately what we're listening to. Now, this is where most coaches would encourage you to listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts. This is a freaking podcast. So, I mean, listen to podcasts. It's so powerful. And Again, just like I started this episode, always ask yourself, is this bringing me closer to God? Is this bringing me closer to the divinity within myself? Is this bringing me closer to my growth and evolution and to me? Or is it distracting me? Is it pulling me out of my truest self, my authentic self? And sometimes podcasts can just be another to-do list. It can be just more noise. So it's really important that you're intentionally learning and receiving and not just having more noise for the sake of noise. Which is why lately, especially now, I'm a toddler mom. So depending on my schedule, I don't always have as much time in the mornings as I'm used to having or would like to have to sit down and meditate for hours at a time and to really drop into a practice. Usually that comes at nap time for me or later in the day lately. So for me, I still want to start my mornings off powerfully and I actually in a previous episode talked about different mindful moments that's actually the previous episode from this one so check that out where you can bring more mindfulness into just every day-to-day moments 
But one aspect that I've been bringing in, and this is really a tool that you can use, is affirmations. And I'm not going to recommend anything specifically because I really believe you need to find what resonates for you. I could share the ones that I've been listening to lately, but I'm not even going to do that because I really believe, especially when it comes to affirmations, it needs to be something that genuinely lights you up, that genuinely expands you, that genuinely like you are drawn to. So if you have Spotify or even YouTube, do a search of affirmations and affirmation track. And there's going to be some that you aren't drawn to. They feel a little bit cheesy. You're like, I don't know about this. And there's going to be some that you're like, heck yes, this inspires me. This expands me. This feels really good. So it might take a little bit of time, but I encourage you to take a little bit of time to find the affirmations that really feel good to you, that really resonate with you, that also expand you and put those on while you're making your morning coffee or while you're making your breakfast or while you're getting ready. Because if you're going to have anything on in the background, it might as well be something that you want to implant into your subconscious. Positive, expansive, life-giving affirmations. So maybe when you first started your journey, you played with some affirmations, you journaled affirmations, and you kind of like feel like you're over that. I was in that space as well, as well, where I kind of felt like, okay, been there, done that with affirmations. I get it. I get it. I have my own way of teaching it. But like, I'm kind of past that. I almost was like, I'm past that, right? And I've been revisiting to just having them on during certain times of my day. And I can feel in my body, I can feel somatically, and I can feel just in the energy of my home. And now, especially, I have my daughter who's always around me. And so I feel the life that it gives the space. I feel the increase in vibration that it brings my home. And so having affirmations on, not necessarily 24-7, I do believe there's so much gold found in silence. However, affirmations, especially in the morning while I'm prepping my daughter's breakfast, my breakfast, just getting the day going has been so life-giving. So that's been a beautiful tool for me, especially as a full-hearted, full-hands, full-life mama. Okay, the next tool I want to talk about, and you potentially could find some affirmations on this tool I'm going to talk about, and this tool is an app, and it's called Insight Timer. I will definitely link all of these resources in the show notes, so check out the show notes if you want to know more. Insight Timer. Oh, I've been using Insight Timer for years, and there is a free version as well as a paid version, but I do feel that the free the free version provides so much for you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the app. I am actually on the app as a meditation teacher. So you can go to my profile and listen to some of my own meditations. So I'll make sure to link that in the, the show notes below. It's such a beautiful app where there are teachers and guides and coaches and meditation teachers and breathwork facilitators from all over the globe. There's millions and millions of users on this app and you can literally search self-love meditation. You can search meditation for sleep. You can search grief healing. I mean, any topic, search it in Insight Timer and there will be a meditation for you. And again, you can probably also find some affirmation tracks that will resonate with you as well. Another feature of this app that I really like is, and I used to use this all the time when I was first meditating myself and diving into breath work, 
there's a timer on there that you can customize. So if you're doing breath work where you're breathing for two minutes with this one practice and you're holding for a certain amount of time, if you're doing a lot of dynamic breath work where you need to be timed and you're holding for a certain amount of time or you're doing different practices that require certain time lengths, you can actually customize the timer or maybe you're simply wanting to do five minutes of breath, five minutes of journaling, five minutes of sitting in silent meditation or whatever that may be. You can literally set five minute increments, you can customize your own timer and you can choose the sound that you want. So maybe you want just a simple chime sound, maybe you want a gong sound, maybe you want like wooden block sound and I love that because there's no bigger vibe killer when you're meditating than like the typical iPhone alarm. It just like immediately kills the vibe. So I love that you can choose a different sound as the timer. And I mean, they can be very, very silent. So it just basically is a little chime and then you're like, okay, cool. That portion is done. Now I can go to journaling or now I need to hold my breath here, whatever you are doing for your daily practice. And that is also free on Insight Timer. So this is such a beautiful app because there is a free version. I mean, unlimited, basically guided meditations of all different kinds, all any intention of for meditation that you would have, hypnosis, sleep, I mean, grief, healing, awakening, anything will be on there. And again, head to the show notes and I will personally link my profile where I have a few meditations on there that you can receive from as well. So Insight Timer in your back pocket is a beautiful resource, especially if you are just starting out with meditation, revisiting meditation, wanting to deepen your meditation practice, and you feel that you're at a space where being guided is really supportive for you, okay? The last tool I want to talk about is so near and dear to my heart and absolutely will be its own episode. So I'm going to go into so much more detail and I will have a whole episode dedicated to ceremonial cacao. All cacao is not created equal. I'm going to say that straight away. And there's actually, I so often get asked like, what is cacao? Like, what's the difference between the cacao you drink, Leslie, and the cacao like that's in my cabinet that I cook with? And the way I always share about cacao is cacao is basically two things. It is equally a superfood as it is a plant medicine. And just like foods that we buy at the store, even fruits and vegetables, aren't all created equal. I mean, you have non-organic, you have organic, and then you have farmer's market, and then you have like straight from the farm. And the tomato that you get straight from the farm, like homegrown, no pesticides, as pure as it possibly can be, is going to be and taste radically different from a non-organic buying it at Walmart tomato, okay? And so cacao is actually a whole bean. It comes in a pod and 
typically to make chocolate, especially because chocolate companies, they want to mass produce and they want to get as much bang for their buck. So they break down the entire bean, which has the powder as well as the butter, as well as all the medicinal properties in the bean. And they separate it out and they use what they need for the chocolate and then they sell off this part and they sell off that part and they basically completely destroy the purity of cacao. However, cacao in general, all parts of cacao have superfood properties. In fact, cacao has 40 times more antioxidants than blueberries, which are already really high in antioxidants. And that's just one of the superfood properties. So cacao is an extremely powerful heart medicine. It is a vasodilator, which means it opens up the vessels. The reason why it's so often called a heart medicine is because our heart is one of is the largest vessel really in our entire being and so oftentimes when we drink cacao and it vasodilates it opens up our vessels it opens up our blood flow and allows the blood flow to circulate more powerfully we oftentimes feel this in in our heart we feel such an opening around the heart center and so it's almost been nicknamed a heart medicine as it very much is so that's on the superfood type side of things it's extremely powerful it's extremely healthy put the cat put the cacao nibs in your smoothies put use cacao wherever you see fit however I want to speak specifically today about ceremonial cacao. And ceremonial cacao will not be bought in any store that you and I really know of. In fact, if you're buying ceremonial cacao at a store, unless it's like a conscious, mindful, spiritual store that literally sources it from somebody that creates ceremonial cacao, possibly... However, any commercial store, I don't care if it's Sprouts, I don't care if it's Trader Joe's, I don't care if it's like small name health food store, it's most likely not ceremonial grade cacao. Ceremonial grade cacao is the entire bean. It has not been altered. It has not been processed in any way, shape or form. It has not been been broken down. Ceremonial cacao has been used for centuries originating from the Mayan people who have utilized cacao to sit in ceremony, to connect to community, to connect to themselves, to connect to the divinity within, to connect to their heart. And I will definitely link a trustworthy source for ceremonial cacao, heirloom cacao, in the show notes below. So if you're like, where can I get my hands on this? I have a source for you. In fact, I even have 10% off for your first order. The creator of Fly Cacao is one of my dear soul sisters. She runs a nonprofit, and I stand behind the the cacao that she sources from Guatemala and Peru. So another component of ceremonial cacao, I said I was going to do a whole nother episode on cacao and not go too much into it, but I can't help myself. We'll still do a whole nother episode on cacao, don't you worry. (laughs) Another component of ceremonial cacao is that it's not hybrid. So in other words, when I was living in Bali, I purchased ceremonial, quote unquote, ceremonial cacao, and I utilized it, and there was aspects of it that I liked. However, technically, even though it is the whole bean, and even though it wasn't processed, and it was still processed in a ceremonial way, 
cacao is not native to Indonesia. It has been brought there centuries or whenever it was actually brought there years ago. And, and yes, it does grow there naturally. Now it's not native to Indonesia. So purchasing cacao that's native to the land, whether that be per, Peru or Guatemala or places in the Amazon is going to give you the most, not only the most superfood properties, but also the purest, highest vibration medicine that cacao is. So now let's talk about cacao. That's like a little bit of the background. That's what cacao is. Again, we're going to do a whole nother episode going into cacao, but I want to talk specifically about cacao as a, as a mindfulness tool. So often when we're starting on our path of meditation and you go to meditate and you feel like you close your eyes and the mind just gets louder and you don't feel like it's working and you, if anything, you almost feel worse than you do better. What I love about cacao as a mindfulness tool is it's, it's something to replace. Well, first of all, it's something to replace coffee first thing in the morning. So many of us are quote unquote addicted to coffee, not just for, for the taste, not just for the actual coffee, but more so for the ritual of making it and having that warm cup, that almost warm hug, that beverage touch our lips in the morning. It's that even if we just pause for one moment with our coffee, there's a ritual around our morning coffee. Cacao not only is a thousand million percent more supportive and healthy for you than coffee is, but it has been a way for me to create a healthy, supportive, mindful ritual in my life that allows me to pause, to come into meditation, and almost it's almost like my meditation security blanket. That's what I want to call it. Because it gives me something to have in my hand, to hold on to, to focus in on as I call upon the plant spirit of cacao, as I look at the cup, as I feel the warmth in my hand, and I'm able to begin to refine, refine, refine my senses, slow down, and allow the medicine to do her work, to work through I personally love cacao for so many reasons, but I would say my one of my top reasons, it is, it is so regulating and so grounding for my nervous system. So if you feel that you have a hard time sitting still to meditate or to be in any mindfulness practice, cacao has a beautiful way of regulating the nervous system, of gently stimulating the system again that blood flow is pumping so you might feel more present you might feel more alive more connected more present and aware more grounded more open in the heart more heart centered and it gives you a beautiful tool to then go into a creative project, to then meditate even further, to journal, to write, to just be with yourself in a very loving, gracious, compassionate way. Cacao has truly changed my life. It, it truly changed my life. And I don't say that lightly. It has been one of my go-to mindfulness tools for the past seven years. And 
if you feel called about anything I'm sharing about cacao, I believe it's for a direct and definitely divine purpose and you're being called to work with cacao. I will definitely do another episode soon around cacao so we can talk more about the plant medicine properties and more of like the specific compounds that are in cacao that allow it to be the medicine that it is. So to recap this episode, affirmations, bring them back into your life. Be really, really aware of the stimulation that you're allowing into your mind, into your body, into your subconscious, and into your spirit. Replace it with either silence or something that's very expansive, something that's very supportive and uplifting for you. Utilizing Insight Timer, not only for the timer feature, but also for the guided meditation. There's also classes on there. There's an abundance of resources on this app. There's a free version or a paid version. And you can also head to my profile in the show notes where there's some meditations for you to receive from. And then we talked about cacao as a mindfulness tool, cacao, specifically ceremonial cacao. And I will also link in the notes how you can get your hands on cacao, ceremonial cacao with 10% off your first first purchase. I personally suggest if you're starting out, and I'll put this in the show notes as well, to try on the Peruvian blend, the signature blend, where there has been added some panela, which is an unrefined sugar cane from the Amazon, vanilla, and a little bit of chili powder. So it's already doctored up for you. You literally add water and you're ready to meditate. You're ready to open your heart and receive from cacao. I hope that this was supportive for you, bringing in more mindfulness into your life, specifically in the form of using tools to support you on your mindfulness healing and awakening journey. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. Have a beautiful rest of your day, your night, wherever you are in the world. Namaste.